Welcome to the Good News for Teens podcast. I'm Cameron Cole, and reminding you the good news that because of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you are loved apart from your performance. And so today we're going to be looking at episode three on this walk through the book of Hosea, and we're going to finish up Hosea chapter two, uh, verses 14 through 23. Now, in the beginning of Hosea two, there was a lot of hard news um, for Israel. Um, They had blown it royally. Um, And God was uh, talking about how dissatisfied they were because they had pursued um, they had pursued idols and come up empty. And so, um, you know, everyone and hey, guys, you're going to have to admit this every now and then you like to watch a romantic comedy or romantic drama. Now, I know you pretend like, no, I hate those movies. No, 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 no. That's just for girls, blah, 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 blah. But come on, every now and then you like a rom-com, just admit it. Um, But there's an older movie called The Notebook. It's got Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. And you've probably seen it because it's on cable TV like all the time. It is constantly on, uh, on cable. But basically, you see, it's a, it's a it's a story where this young guy named Noah meets a girl named Allie, and Noah's kind of poor, and Allie's really rich, and Noah's low class, and Allie's high class, and Noah loves Allie. Um, he writes her countless letters. Um, they're separated. She's in another place. He buys an old house, and he puts his whole heart, blood, sweat, and tears, and money into restoring this old house with the notion that he can win her heart back and they'll get back together even though they're far apart. So in essence, Noah is trying to allure Allie. And so you see some similar language in at the end of Hosea 2 where you see it focuses on God's mercy and grace for Hosea. Um, God determines that he's going to allure and woo Israel back into loving relationship with him. But there's a big difference. (laughs) In the notebook, Allie was beautiful. Israel, not so much. Um, Allie had been faithful. She had loved Noah. She adored Noah. Israel had cheated on God and had totally forgotten the Lord and did not love the Lord at all. And so that's the gospel um, is that we are sinners, but God pursues us and allures us because he loves us in spite of our flaws, in spite of our imperfections, in spite of the fact that we don't necessarily love him. um, We don't love him very well or very faithfully or consistently. And so that's where we kind of start off here in uh, chapter two of Hosea, starting in verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will allure her. I will allure Israel. And bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. So look at that language. That is like romantic language. It's affectionate language that God wants Israel back. God just loves Israel with all his heart. It says in verse 15, and there I will give her vineyards. So he's going to give her gifts that they don't, that that she does not deserve and make the valley a corridor of hope. And there she will answer as in the days of her youth as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. So he's pointing back to when he redeemed and rescued Israel from slavery in Israel, 
brought her into the wilderness and then into the promised land. And so that was a, you know, a one-time event back in history. But God says he's going to do something similar with Israel that he did with Egypt. And so one thing, one point to make here is that, you know, for us, our Israel is the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Um, that is God rescuing us from sin and death. And yes, that was a one-time event. Jesus lived one time. He died one time. He rose one time uh, for the atonement of our sins and to bring us into relationship with Christ. But our life is a cycle of Jesus having to rescue us over and over again, rescuing us from our sin and our idolatry and from the mistakes that we make and bringing us back to God. Um, so we, in a sense, kind of go to the cross go to the cross and are restored and redeemed and resurrected over and again by God, uh, really on a day-to-day basis. And so with that being said, that um, that redemptive work of Jesus, redemptive work of God and Israel is something that is the basis for this cycle that we have where we wander from God, but he brings us back and we wander from God and he brings us back. And so, um, so with that being said, you're going to see how that relationship is restored to close out chapter two, starting in verse 16, it says, and in that day declares the Lord, you will call me my husband and no longer you will call me Baal, my Baal. That's the false guy that they had worshiped for. I will remove the names of the Baals from her mouth and they shall be remembered by my name no more. And I will make her, make them a new covenant on that day with the beast of the field and the burns of the heavens and the creeping things of the ground. And I will abolish the bow, the sword and war from the land, and I will make you lie down in safety, and I will betroth you to me forever. So I will marry you forever. Um, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice and in steadfast love and mercy. So I'm going to marry you, and you're going to be pure and righteous. How are you going to be pure and righteous? Because of my forgiveness and my grace. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord, know his intimate relationship. And in that day, I will answer, declares the Lord, I will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth and the earth shall answer the grain, the wine, the oil, and they shall answer Jezreel. And I will sow her for myself in the land and I will have mercy on no mercy. And I will say to not my people, you are my people. And he shall say, you're my God. So the last thing I want to say here is this loving relationship with God is restored. And, you know, one thing that is a very natural feeling and uh, is, you know, we all kind of want a best friend. A lot of times, especially when you're a teenager and this goes into your 20s, we all kind of want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That's not not everyone, but, you know, that's very common that people really, really want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And then ultimately, you know, most people really, really want a husband or a wife. They want to get married one day and people think about their weddings and we tend to romanticize that. And the, the thing to I want to impress upon you is that you are married to God. Like if you're a believer in Christ, you've put your faith in Christ, you've entered into a relationship with God through Jesus you are married to God. And so all of the things that seem so desirable about having a best friend or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a spouse, um, that, that reality of being known and being loved and being adored and having that companionship, like you have that now in your relationship with God. You don't need, um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife in order to have those things. They are, they are blessings that you can enjoy in relationship with Christ. Now, now those other things are great they're wonderful blessings. And, and I hope that the Lord blesses you with that, if that's your desire and time. But I want you to know that you can find that companionship, that adoration, um, that reality of being known here and now in relationship with 
Christ because he loves and adores you and he knows you and he is with you always. Well, I hope you have a great day and I hope you remember that the gospel means that Jesus carries the burden of your life.